Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing from our youth and see how it stands up. I am Sky. I'm Jake. And we are watching the Animorphs. Uh, yep. What is this episode? It's part two of Changes. There it is. Changes part two of season two. Sky, uh, I'm going to read you the um, synopsis of this episode. You tell me where it goes wrong. The one from Amazon? Uh, yeah, the Amazon synopsis of this episode. Okay, hit me. Someone has videotaped Jake morphing into a dog. Can the Animorphs stop the tape from airing? Uh, there are lots of things that I don't like about that sentence. Uh, What's the first? One, it wasn't Jake. It was Marco what morphed. Mm-hmm. Two, he wasn't morphing into a dog. He was mor- morphing from a dog into a people. Correct. And then it doesn't explain what that means. Can the Animorphs stop the tape from airing? Airing on what? The it's just... Air. <laughs> um, also, it's not someone. It's Harold Nesbitt. Yes. He has a name. Uh, I called him Mendelman, and now I can't get that out of my head. Well, so I will constantly correct thing. you and remind you how wrong you are, Sky. It was Harold. It wasn't the other thing? It's Harold Nesbitt. Okay. I remembered Nesbitt. That's because you did the whole Toy Story thing. Yes. Because how could you not with the name like Nesbitt? Because I am Mrs. Nesbitt! That's you true. see the hat? <laughs> Poor Buzz. His psychotic breakdown. Really he gets over him. it. He does, but it takes a minute. And he gets real sad. Yeah. But then them broken toys to help him realize that Woody's his friend or something. Yeah, well, they also plug his arm back in, which is pretty nice of them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you want to watch Toy Story instead of this? Yeah, I do. It's real good. The movie's great. You got Toy Story over there? I don't, actually. What are you doing with your life? I don't know. Other stuff? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but we can't do that movie on this show because it's good. That is true. It is. It was very well received. Very far from any sort of pop culture. It's still in the pop culture uh, like Zeitgeist? 30 years later. Yeah, it can't be 30 years. No, it's like 20. <laughs> I was going to say. We aren't it's that 23 old yet. years later. We're, we're getting there. Anyway, uh, Animorphs. Uh, what do you say we start this nonsense? Let's do it to it, baby. Woo. This is a part two. So we get a recap of last episode. There's a dance happening. Yeah. And There's to- a disc that Tobias has. It's a little a- boy saw Marco morphing. <laughs> Bas- a- the, yeah, those are, those are the highlights. It's and, basically and Tobias doesn't want to go to prom or whatever this is. He's, freak- he's He's got bird stuff to do. He's freaked out by the squiggles on the disc. <laughs> So he can't go to prom or homecoming or whatever this is. It, it, I, it, we have no idea when this is taking place. Prom coming. Well, it could be winter formal. It's the Sadie Hawkins dance guy. <laughs> Do people have Sadie Hawkins dances for real? I don't know. I don't know anyone who had a Sadie Hawkins dance. Um, I feel like in today's day and age, the women of the world would find that patronizing. Yeah, pro- I'm probably. Sky doesn't. Sky doesn't like that they'd find it patronizing because he's a meninist. Yep, that's me. You hate MRA. men. That's what that is, right? <laughs> uh, no. I feel like it's I the know, I'm just of kidding. That. You hate women. Your yep. fedora says you do. <laughs> Sky's <laughs> wearing a fedora, everyone. A knight in shining he's, fedora. He's gonna say he he's not, but he is. I'm not. He see that's exactly what a guy I wearing a fedora would say. That. Damn it. So we open up in uh, Howard's room. Nope, Harold. Whatever, Mendelman's room. He's watching the videotape 
of Marco turning into a dog and back. And it is very clearly Marco in that video. Yep, you can see him crystal clear on that camcorder from 1999 on a standard definition TV. Uh, and then he got it onto a computer, which... That's, I, that's yeah. tech. I don't know how he transferred it from a, a tiny VHS to uh, to his computer, but he did it. He has the right cables. So he's he's got the TV on in his room, and, and up there, comes a show called World's Weirdest Videos. And it seems to all be videos shot in the 50s. Yep, because that is public domain footage. And then... Like there's a scene of a of an alligator sliding down a slide, and that's pretty boss. That's not weird. Also, that's awesome. I think I think there's a a quick snip of a an ostrich waving, probably, and probably some footage of Winston Churchill giving a speech because it's still public domain footage. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Thomas Edison shocking the <laughs> elephant. <laughs> oh, topsy. <laughs> uh, there's a ten thousand dollar cash prize in nineteen ninety nine dollars, so that was quite a bit of money. That's pretty good money right now. That ain't bad. I wouldn't turn it down. Certainly not. But if I won the lottery and only got $10,000, I'd be a little annoyed that this is when I used all of my luck for the $10,000 prize and not the half a million or the, you know. Any million? Any amount of Any amount of millions, yeah. I mean, I guess $10,000 is some percentage of a million. Uh, You're not wrong. If you say it like that. Someone do that math and let us know what percentage. I feel like it's 1%. We can just do the math right now. Who in this room is going to do math correctly? Me. I do it semi-professionally. Counting to 30 over (laughs) and over again is not doing math. First of all, sometimes I have to count to 180. That's just 30. uh, Six times. Six times. This guy count to 12 every day when I buy my dozen donuts. (laughs) I eat one dozen donuts every day. <laughs> uh, if you just buy half a dozen and cut them in half, it'll be like eating a full dozen. Yeah, in bullshit logic. <laughs> but anyway. Psychologically. Uh, Your brain knows when you haven't eaten a whole donut, Sky. Does it? Yeah! Knows that you have to consume an entire whole. <laughs> But the whole, there's the middle is the hole. And yeah, but it knows there. it knows when your brain knows when you've bit into the donut and then it misses parts because there's a hole in the middle. You know what I'm saying? No, neither do I. Cool. So uh, it's it, just to remind us, it is in fact the 90s. Uh, Howard, yes, Harold. Howard, whatever. Mendelman picks up his. We keep clear calling plastic. him Howard because it's a joke throughout the show that they don't know his name, so yeah. it confused well, us. <laughs> Yeah, but he picks up his clear plastic uh, telephone in his room. Maybe he's one of those kids who had his own phone line also. He clearly is. This room is, like, decked out in, like, fucking nerd shit to the extreme. Yeah, also there's no lights. Yeah, it's very very poorly lit because nerd. I can't believe there are, I guess because of licensing, there's a reason there's no Mountain Dew bottles just scattered (laughs) everywhere. Or, like, a a Dungeons & Dragons set. Yeah. He's, like, weird. He's not, like, uh, like, that kind of nerd, like. D&D video game nerd, it seems. It seems like he's... Uh, we only see him for like 15 minutes of this show. Yeah. It, that could be in his closet. I guess that's true. There's just a lot of outer space stuff. Yeah. There is a episode one pillow, though. Yeah, and he talks Star Wars a bunch later. Star Trek. Yes, you're correct. Star Trek. I know I'm correct. Oh, his whole sheet set is fucking yeah, episode one. It's got Naboo... Star- no, Sky, it's episode <laughs> one, you stupid bitch. It's Naboo Starfighters. <laughs> Uh, Uh, His plan is to submit this video of Marco morphing to wacky videos and and win $10,000. 
<clears throat> so we cut to the next day, and he's writing a letter to them saying that this tape is real. Uh, give me money because it's real. When it could very easily, be, they could just look at that and say, well, those are some great special effects, young man. But no, that's not a real thing. We learn very quickly as Cassie and Rachel come onto the scene that uh, Mendelman, I don't remember what his name is. Harold Nesbit guy. Nope. Harold Nesbit. <laughs> Mendelman is in love with Rachel also. Uh, and he goes full like teenage movie where he only sees her walking through the hallway in slow motion with fans and stuff. He's in love with her, I think, is what it's yeah, implying. He's also wearing an alien button on his shirt. Harold is not cool. This is pre-nerds being cool. I don't know if you guys have caught on. Yeah, he's he's got a bit of a Jufro. He's got like... This guy, you can't say Jufro on the podcast. <laughs> he's got a bit of a white guy afro. <laughs> uh... He's got the... And he's got glasses! Yes, he does. Like nerds. <laughs> nerds wear glasses. This guy's wearing a glasses under his fedora, everyone. <laughs> I wear them to see. <laughs> so, uh, Also, when I say you're wearing it under your fedora, it sounds like you've like, pushed them up on the top of your head and then put your hat down on top of them. Yep, I forgot where they were. <laughs> uh, so Rachel walks to her locker. Cassie disappeared. Uh, and Yeah, uh, Harold imagined her out of existence because he wanted to... <laughs> Fuck Rachel so bad. <laughs> the power. You've never no. wanted to bone down with someone so bad you will everyone else out of existence. Just the one time. Yeah, that's how guys like you it. and Mendelman there get lucky. <laughs> Fucking Mendelman. <laughs> so he taped a rose to Rachel's uh, locker. She walks up and she assumes it was Tobias. Rightly, rightly so. She assumes it was the hawk. And I choose to believe that in her mind she saw a bird come in with a taped rose and just slammed it to the locker and just slid <laughs> down slid it and then down hopped away. Then, yeah, and took off. That's how I choose door. to believe she saw it happening. I know we can people morph now, but it, it, that's way more entertaining for me. But anyway, uh, Mendelman sidles up behind her and like sniffs her s- hair. Probably smells the back of her neck. Full on smells her hair. And it's like it smells good, right? And she's like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> hi. Uh, uh, Howard? Or no, she calls him Harold. And no, she calls him Howard. Harold. His name is Harold. We just, uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Fuck this kid. This is, this podcast is just gonna be 34 minutes of us trying to decide what this kid's actual name is. No, because fuck this kid. I'm gonna call him Mendelman. That's his real name. It's a better nerd name than Howard or Harold or Chris or whatever the fuck think, his name is. You don't I don't think know. Harold Nesbitt's a good nerd name? No. Oh, okay. Nesbitt's a real name. Well, I mean, you yeah. make it nerdier. Like, uh, like, Beakerstein? <laughs> yeah. Harold Beakerstein? Harold Experiments! <laughs> or Tesla Einstein. It's Tesla and Einstein together. I, got, I got it. His so, name's Elon Musk. So, <laughs> Rachel screws this up his name. This kid's not a total And he corrects her, you know, politely, and then he's like, it happens all the time. What if we did stuff and Rachel's like thanks for the flower I'm gonna bail cause you're freaking me out and it's, she says see you later to which he asks when it's, he doesn't say it in that tone it was implied he I mean this wouldn't be as creepy if he wasn't all up in her biz <laughs> like he is a real close to her while speaking to her and she's clearly not interacted with him that much cause she doesn't even know his name properly right He's like, you said, see you later. When are we going to see each other? Do you want to go get a hamburger? It's organic. Sky hates Mendelman because high school Sky was Mendelman. It was not. Yeah, regular Sky now is Mendelman. (laughs) 
You see? Um, no, but, but he, I tickled myself just then. <laughs> You're a dick. So, uh, Mendelman just like, yeah, let's go get a hamburger. It's all organic meat and the cows aren't hurt or anything. How, what? That's not how that works at all, dude. That's a... Okay, fine. And then Rachel's just like, I'm a vegetarian, bye! Yeah, I suppose killing the cows hurts them, huh? Yeah. Well, maybe not killing them, but if they're not hurt at all, then they're... Where did the cow meat come from? But then Mendelman's just like, hey, do you want to see a thing? I, I, I got a tape of a thing that'll earn me a million dollars, even though the is prize how, is 10000 This is how people had to flirt before Tinder, and you just send people <laughs> a picture of your dick. You had to show them videotapes of weird things you saw. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Look it up. Is that why I was so bad at dating back so, in high school? Yeah, because you couldn't just show people you dick and you didn't have a good videotape. <laughs> it's true. I did not have a camcorder like that. But he, you didn't just he's carry carrying around the VHS yeah. with him. It's like, I have a video of a dog turning into a guy. Will that make you touch my dick? Uh, and Will to, that make to you his credit, Rachel's is like, show me. Yeah. And then it's probably that qu- quick clip of Marco and then just him waggling his dick. <laughs> Or, because well, I think no, throughout, she says he didn't show her that footage later. I, so. s- I think throughout time, that's just what du- dudes have done, is just waggled their dick whenever possible. That could be true. Though other animal species don't do that. Though they do peacock, as it were. Yeah, and other animal species haven't ruined the planet, so yeah. we're the worst. Yeah. Waggling our dicks around for yeah. all to see. For too many to see, at least. <laughs> yeah. So we cut to the barn, and uh, Jake... Rachel must have told them the story because they all just bailed on school or something. Well, I assume this is after school and she's run to the barn where they're all hanging out. Jake's wearing a nice sweater. Marco, a very nice Hawaiian print. Um, And X is there. X is there trying to fit cat dishes together. I'm not sure what he's doing back there. I I couldn't tell you. Like he's doing a puzzle. But But Tobias is missing. Tobias is always missing. He's off being a creep. He's worthless. Rachel must have missed or missaid this dude's name because jake asks who is this howard guy and she corrects him saying his name's harold it's like honey you told them the wrong name that's on you not him or he just has such a doofusy dumbass aura that even when other people are talking about him they can't get his name straight <laughs> because we can't seem to do it that's fair he's apparently president of the av club do because other nerd stuff do real schools have av clubs i don't know why please, would they please write in and tell us if your school had an av club bonus points if you were the president yeah. of that av club like, what does that get you out of classes you just wheel carts down because i feel like teachers always just had a tv on right hand. i don't know i work in a school there's or no they AV would go club. and get it because we couldn't be trusted to move Expensive electronics Uh, No, it wasn't that. It's because those TVs weighed fucking 75 pounds, and they're on top of a cart that weighs 15 pounds. And so if you push it the wrong way, it will topple on top of you and kill you. That is why the teachers had to push it, because it was a goddamn liability. Yeah, that tracks. Uh, We still have a few of those in the school, and I pushed them. They're very (laughs) (laughs) top-heavy. That makes sense. They didn't have flat screens yet. No. And now it's all, every fucking classroom has a projector. And every kid has a cell phone. You just text them what they need to know. Right? They actually have a, an app for that, so you don't have to have, like, your students' phone numbers, because, you know, yeah. dudes can't be trusted. Right. Um, Probably a couple of women also, but pre- predominantly Predominantly, Jews. yeah, that's Jews? how you... S- nope. Not at all, Sky. <laughs> predominantly dudes. I'm just want to... <laughs> I just want to backtrack. And I, no, I just want to make sure you said Jews can't be trusted. <laughs> Nope. Oh, you didn't? Okay. No, I said predominantly dudes. 
Oh, okay, yeah. But I, the word, I don't know. <laughs> cut all of that. Why? I don't know. Rachel is <laughs> really <laughs> derailed things. Yeah. <laughs> Screeching halt. Everyone's dead. But uh, Rachel uh, yells at Marco for not smelling or looking around for people while he demorphed in the woods for no reason at all. Everyone is super casual about him being videotaped. Like, no one is as mad as they should be. No, it's super weird. And then Jake's like, this is why you can't be the dog, because nobody wants to videotape a duck, and you can't be trusted to be a dog, I guess. I mean, I feel like people are way more likely to videotape a dog than a duck. I don't know, man. Dogs are better. But there are a lot of people that videotape ducks. (laughs) Who? I don't know, people. Marco's trying to play it off as this is fine. And then Cassie's is like, they're going to figure out how to fix up the footage and find your face and the Yerks are going to infest you. And then she implies that this local TV station's broadcast of wacky weird videos is broadcast to the entire world. All the way to Hong Kong. It might be. That seems a bit far-fetched. <laughs> yeah. So uh, later that evening, we cut over to Mendelman's house. And his room is just stuffed to the gills with like aluminum foil. Yeah, you get a real good sets. You get and a like good look. Telescopes and, then, and shit. And Marco says, "Who decorated in here?" Obi Wan Kenobi. Waka waka. That's not funny. It also Sky. doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make a goddamn lick of sense. He was a hermit in his final years, and before that, he was part of a religion that didn't allow him to like things other than his sword. Yeah, he only had like six possessions, and most of them were clothes. Yeah, there were different robes and one sword. The dudes, Marco and Jake, are there and they're mice, and then a cat runs in. Like, oh, it's a cat that doesn't really seem super interested in eating them. It just wants to play with them. It looks that way. Then they demorph. And spook that damn cat. Yeah, and then Marco falls off the desk for comedic effect. Um, Which does not wake Harold. He's also cuddling a tape. Uh, They, not without reason, assume that this is the $10,000 tape that he's super stoked about. And it is, there's so much light in this room. But there's more light than when it was not sleeping time. <laughs> yep. In order to trick Mendelman out of the cassette, Marco does uh, some Star Trek references about Scotty and giving him over the dilithium crystals. Even though there is no Star Trek stuff to be seen. Yeah, but nerd. Yeah. He's not wrong. It works. Mendelman says something about not liking Dr. McCoy and then uh, Marco steals this child's thing. And then... For a moment, it looked as though we they were just going to watch the tape right then and there, but yeah. it turns out it's a cut to the next day. Jake's all dressed up for an interview or something. Yeah, Jake looks like he's going to court. <laughs> like his parents are getting divorced and he has to watch. <laughs> he has to pick one. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah, he's got like a, a white button up. And that, a is, nice... uh, that is tucked really good into those khaki yeah, pants. he looks like he walked out of a Sears catalog onto set today. Yeah, I guess it must have been picture day. Because <laughs> Marco was wearing his sweet bowling shirt. So earlier, Rachel mentioned that uh, Mendelman told her about how he was shooting his own movie with the school's equipment or whatever. And by mistake, they grabbed that video. Womp womp. Uh, And it's, remember the Star Wars kid viral film? If you don't. It's kind of like that. If you don't, watch that episode of Arrested Development where they uh, make that joke into the ground. Yeah. (laughs) Season three Arrested Development's a little shaky. But it, it's all Mendelman shot from a tripod, and he's holding up. He's, he's wearing a in, lot of aluminum foil. He's in ca- costumes, just screaming at the camera, basically. Yeah, you know how student films are. Uh, Rachel calls Mendelman's house. Uh, he already left for the TV station, and it seems as though the Animorphs are screwed. 
They're only for... screwed because they won't slit a fucking kid's throat. <laughs> yeah, but apparently uh, Menelman was also going to the mall, so they decided to go to the mall instead of trying to intercept him at the the studio. Well, Sky, the mall has uh, chili Food cheese fun fries. Food fun and fashion. Oh, uh, yeah, that was the first one. The chili... mall does have it all. Chili cheese fries is food fun and fashion, Sky. So we cut to the mall, and the the kids are in the quad. I don't know the the middle center next court, the, I guess. And they all bump into each other, Three Stooges style, and run in different directions to find Mendelman. This isn't my least favorite episode. I'll give it that. At least it's 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 dumb enough that like it's kind of entertaining. It's got some interesting camera angles and shots. And yeah, stuff and too. like their attempts at humor, while uh, they, they fall flat, but they they're fall trying. flat. But yeah, they're stupid, but almost good. I don't know. It, it's not the cast not selling it. It's the jokes just being poorly written. And uh, a lot of this, uh, the Animorphs dispersing looks a lot like B-roll of an infomercial where somebody doesn't know how to do a thing or can't find a thing and just needs a better way. Um, but while Rachel walks across from the uh, the carousel, there's some kid spray painting a thing on a sign. And Tobias comes out because he's just at the mall in people form. I mean, we got to hang on somewhere. Also, it has chili cheese fries. I guess, but he's a bird now. And he sees the kid spray painting a thing and he yells at him because he doesn't like civil disobedience. And the kid runs. Uh, well, I think he yells at him because he's freaked out by that symbol. Cause it seems... He couldn't see it because he had the stencil up. Yeah, so but... he only saw it was spray painted black. Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know what his deal is. Civil but then they, they right? hop onto the carousel and run opposite way the carousel's going. So they get nowhere. <laughs> or they move like 10 feet forward and they hop over the wall and the kid runs into a locker bay. The kid is hella 90, late 90s. Actually, hella t- early 2000s. Did he, he, have a, did he have a rat tail? Uh, I don't know that he had was a rat it, tail, but like he definitely had one of those big like ball chain necklaces. Oh, like an exaggerated lamp cord? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. For like half that. a second, I thought you meant like the puka shell ne- necklace. No, no, he's not that kind of cool. The 90s. Okay. But he disappeared. And his pants are pretty baggy. He was able to run away, though. He looks like one of the Weekenders. <laughs> This is a good cartoon. Uh, so Tobias gives up immediately because he, he can't, he, instead of like looking for the York Pool entrance or whatever, he just, just leaves that locker bay. And this guy, he only has two hours to eat chili cheese fries before he has to turn back into a hawk. Whatever, you just go to the bathroom and morph and demorph. That's what he's been doing all along, I assume. And then he sees... Just the... cranking it, morphing back to a hawk, morphing back and cranking it again. Yeah. Gotta recharge. Uh, and he walks back to where the kid was spray painting... Notices it's still wet, steals some guy's newspaper, and then presses it against the, the bird. The guy whose newspaper he steals is nonplussed by this whole ordeal. Yeah, he's annoyed, but he doesn't do anything or say anything. And then he presses it against that spray-painted thing, and there is... Uh, a perfect bird print. Yeah, just perfect, like it was silly putty instead of a newspaper. <laughs> Can't argue with the results, though. It's true. We get a good shot of a, a Payless, and then Cassie comes up the escalator. Just in time to see Axe shopping at... Grand opening of a hardware store? It looks like a dollar store? I don't know, but he's got a plunger and a basket that you're not supposed to take out of the store. Unless he bought a basket that's like that. But also, where's he getting the money? Is that what you're going to say? Yep. Yeah. We've asked that before. Axe seems to have money. Sure does. He's a monster who lives in the woods. Where's he getting money? From all the people he kills, I assume. Oh, I was going to say prostitution. Monsters do in the woods. Uh, Rachel wanders over towards... uh, I don't know, a Bed Bath & Beyond or something? It's definitely not or, a Bed Bath. It's more I of a know, Best Buy. It's, it's got a random assortment of stuff in it. Yeah, but it's all electronics. It's probably an electronics or boutique. Or Radio Shack. 
Yeah, or Radio Shack. <laughs> Electronics or, Boutique had video games in it. Oh, it's probably any number of electronic stores that no longer exist because Amazon is a thing. <laughs> yeah, but Mendel Mix and malls there. aren't a thing. That's uh, true. You want to go uh, to the mall? A little. It's got food, fun, and fashion. Yeah, I was gonna say we get chili cheese. I, fries. I do fancy a pretzel dog. Um, it's a good dog. <laughs> the best dogs. So Mendelman just like, do you want to hang out right now? And Ka- or Rachel tells him that she wants to see the videotape right now. Uh, so she turns him around and starts feeling around in his backpack. And he's like, I already dropped it off at the TV station. Sorry. Do you still want to get a hamburger and touch my dick, maybe? He's, listen, Mendelman, why you have a pocket protector? Is that an actual thing? Uh, and second, maybe you'd get blown more if you weren't wearing slacks all the time. <laughs> and you know, weren't 14 or whatever. I think they're all 18. They're all consenting adults. I can say things like that. If you choose to believe it, that it doesn't make it so. Uh, sure. Meanwhile, uh, Cassie's he... fucking going ham on some nachos while Marco yeah. eats a salad. Are they on a date? Seems like they're on a date. Or they gave up on the mission. I think they just gave up on the mission. Well, tell you what. If there was a store where I could go and just get free nachos and drinks, I would go there too. And salad. Instead of looking for some fucking nerd. Yeah, what? We're checking in here. We're getting nachos while we check. We thought that maybe Mendelman would come here to play video games. Uh, maybe they then, each got done with their quadrant of them all. I guess. Uh, Rachel and Jake show up, um, and they're like, yeah, he already gave it to the, the, the place, and they're going to broadcast a guy turning into a dog. It's, well, it's the other way around, but sure. And nobody, they keep emphasizing how big of a deal this is, and everybody, like Marco keeps saying, eh, it's fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, their best bet at this point is to kill Marco. <laughs> yeah, or Mendelman, just because. And then... Yeah, if you're going to start killing, you might as well kill. Yeah, just work your way down. It's fine. That's why I don't kill anyone. It's because I don't know that I could stop. <laughs> the Batman defense. Is that it? Yeah, that's one of the... Th- uh, Batman doesn't kill because it'd be too easy to kill. Oh. After that. And he wouldn't stop at just the Joker. It would be the Penguin. And shoplifters or whatever. I mean, that's fair, I suppose, but I'm not Batman. <laughs> I'll say. I have no moral compass. So the kids managed to arrange for a delivery that is immediate, unless they broke into a UPS truck or something. I don't know. But they figured out a package that was going to the, the TV station, and, the, and they packaged themselves in it as and they, lizards. They... The man brings it in through the lobby past the most impatient and homeliest looking woman you'll ever see. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what her deal is. It's okay. This was 19 years ago. She's probably dead. But anyway, Rachel eats a fly on this guy's desk because she couldn't... Actually, it seems like she chose to. She was in full control. Yeah. And this guy's got all these flies in here because he's got all these this rotting fruit. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Goldstone. <laughs> Uh, so some guy enters his office. His name is Mr. Goldstone. I was going to say, some guy? <laughs> it's Mr. Goldstone himself. And he's got that guy that Vesser 3 morphed. I don't well, know In the last name. episode, yeah. if you forgot, because we stopped caring about him. It stopped being relevant, so it's... Uh... Uh, also, the channel is called the ISB. Or no, IBS. You know, irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah, it's irritable bowel syndrome. So uh, Rachel and Jake duck into a closet and V3... To do closet stuff. V3 has a, a copy of a tape. What's on the tape? We'll get to it later. Meanwhile, Axe is walking from the mall with a duffel bag. He's walking from somewhere with a duffel bag. Uh, super suspicious-like. Yeah, and Cassie chose to follow him. Even though last we saw her, she was just 
crushing some nachos. She finished him. She's got that strength now to go find him. I guess. You can't do a stakeout without nachos in your belly. <laughs> and axes and people morph so he doesn't have the stock guys to look behind him. And he's people, so he doesn't know to look around him. And also, Cassie's not being super stealthy. But she follows him to an abandoned bomb shelter, I guess. This goddamn town has so many abandoned things in the woods. So many abandoned structures. So many places for teenagers to go to bang. Yeah. And I, none of them do. I guess. If or they maybe did, Axe chased them out or murdered them and took their money. If they did, he Harold, there would, stuff. Harold wouldn't be so high strung if, they, <laughs> if, if all the teens in this town were... Nothing would concede to mate with him. Sky, you're very rude. Well, I'm also not wrong. He, just because it's 1999 like and he's cool. a nerd, you know, there's probably he's like... He's not a, just a nerd. He is a creep. There's probably a real hot nerd that he doesn't see as hot. Because she hasn't taken her hair down yet. Well, she likes Picard over whatever the other one is. Kirk. <laughs> over Janeway. Is it Deep Space Nine territory in time? Uh, I don't think so. Well, maybe at this point, yeah. I, I don't actually. That's I just expel, or expended all of my Star Trek knowledge in uh, those three lines. Is that Deep Space Nine, Janeway? I think that's I the other like one. I feel like that is. But I really have no well, information everyone, to back that up. Everyone who knows what's happening, don't yell at us. <laughs> Look, Star Trek is fine. It's just not my thing. Yeah. Like, I have a passing interest in Star Wars, also. Uh, I would say I know more than, like, a normal person, but I'm not a fan, per se. I'm looking it up. Okay. I expected you to have a rebuttal to that. I was, wasn't was listening. <laughs> Fair enough. So, we cut back... It's Voyager. Is it? I, I don't know the difference, honestly. They're different shows. I know they're different shows, but I don't know what makes them different. They're different shows. I'll stab you to death. So V3 is uh, uh, showing Mr. Goldstein, what was his name? Goldstone. Goldstone. Uh, The footage of this just terrible show based on Archie Comics, I assume, where there's some kid. No, people like that show based on Archie Comics. That's true. Riverdale's doing pretty well, I thought. But this one is garbage, and this kid has a catchphrase of me and my big mouth, and apparently that's the name of the show. But on the screen, there's two, three kids, uh, a young lady uh of red hair and fair complexion and a young lady of dark complexion and black hair symbolizing betty and veronica i assume and then the kid in the middle is archie i guess i don't know why you're so fixated on this archie thing i don't know i need to make it real uh but it's terrible and goldstone recognizes that it's terrible meanwhile v3 stands behind him creepily smelling his hair (laughs) It turns out this guy, trying to. this guy who he morphed is uh, Harold's uh, dad. So V3 takes out a tin, and maybe he's going to start dipping, but instead, within that tin is a yerk. Yeah, so I guess the the plan is that the TV hypnotizes you so you don't fight back when they put a yerk in your head? Well, there are flashes, so maybe the uh, Mr. Goldstein Goldstone is epileptic, and he had a mild seizure while this was happening but what are the flashes for to put him into epilepsy yeah but it's not just for him it's like this is the show going to everyone yeah not everyone's epileptic just mr goldstone true i don't know what the plan is there is doesn't seem to be one because this implies that they're going to put everybody into a stupor and they go house to house when they could just do that at night yeah i don't yeah i don't understand how they're gonna infect people right after they're hypnotized do they just sit there and wait until they're 
taken over? I don't know, because Goldstone, or I guess he had the Yerk put in him, so yeah, he was able to stand so up. he gets that. I genuinely have no idea what the plan is, and it won't be explained to us, so it doesn't fucking matter. But Rachel and Jake were watching, and they were not affected. Also, I mean, this implies that everyone will be watching this show. Like, you can't... Which is just straight-up hot garbage. Yeah. Goldstone takes the tape out. He's like, yes, we'll we'll show this tonight at 8, Vester 3. And then they both leave, and Rachel and Jake come out and have a conversation at full volume about how they need to stop it from happening. As you'll do. Yep. So we cut back to the murder basement, uh, <laughs> the bomb shelter, and Marco opens the door and tells Cassie to go first because he's a coward and ladies go first. At least he knows what he's about. I guess. And she's just... We don't see it, but I'm fairly confident she must have rolled her eyes at him and then goes into the bomb shelter. And then it's just a fucking cave? Yeah, a pretty well-lit cave. Yeah. Instead of a bomb shelter, like, you'd expect to see concrete walls and, like, provisions. At some point, I guess Axe walked past that and went, wonder what's in there. (laughs) Guess. Oh, it's a cave. I better keep exploring it. (laughs) I know what I could do here. So they make their way to the end of the cave where the light is, and then they find this quote-unquote spaceship. The term is ramshackle spaceship, I think. Yeah, it's made of garbage. We cut back over to the studio. Some guy with a real long ponytail comes in with a tape. That's how you know he's a, an a, a AV guy. <laughs> is it? Yeah, like a grown-up AV man always has a ponytail. I see. So, in the 90s. Oh, okay. Well, he plugs, a, or he plugs, he's, he sticks the, the video cassette into the timer thingy of the VCR at the shop, or at the show, and really sets a the clock, here. yeah. And then Rachel had morphed a snake and scared the guy running the, the board. And then the guy with the ponytail also gets spooked and runs out. And Jake was just behind the door the whole time? I assume he morphed something little and got behind there, but... I don't know. We don't know that for sure. They sure don't show it. We cut back to the bomb shelter. And Cassie and Marco are examining this thing that they found that looks like just crap taped together. Because that's what it is. And then... Axe shows back up, and he's got a fucking life preserver. Yeah, he's got like a bucket of feathers and a life preserver, I think. I, I And Marco makes a noise, and they were like, well, the jig is up. So they stand up and confront Axe about this thing. He's like, I'm su- surprised that you guys are here. And they're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, Axe is real uh, cagey about what's going on here. Yeah. I don't know why he would keep it secret that he wants to go home and is building a spaceship. Because they could use that for stuff. He doesn't want to upset them. I guess. But also, this spaceship is made out of, like, ceramic tile. Which is not going to successfully exit the atmosphere. Sky, everyone who um, is a spacefaring alien, raise your hand. Because I think Axe's species knows what they're doing. Right, but he made it out of Earth stuff. Yeah, well, the right Earth stuff together can go to space. We go to space all the time. It's made of chain link fence. Yeah. And you add chain link fence and a couple tortilla shells and you get something that's space worthy. You know what's the the enemy of all like tortilla shells? Well, is no. it space? <laughs> of aerodynamics is, you know, wind drag. And if you cover your fucking spaceship in uh, chain link, it's got all kinds of drag on it. You're never going to make it out unless you ha- unless you know the formula for better rocket boosters than we have. Right, but that's going to blow up your shit. You don't know that. You it's don't know not what... made. 
It's not made of Andalite stuff. It's made of Earth stuff. Yeah. Buy an Andalite who knows how to mix things together. And no, put he together. doesn't. He's, a, he's, he's the kid that nobody wanted. <laughs> that hurts, Scott. <laughs> he couldn't make it as a cadet, and they jettisoned him out of the spaceship. <laughs> Is that what happened? I don't know, because he didn't arrive here on the dome ship like he did in the books. He was just here. Yeah. So we cut back over to the station, and Rachel and Jake are panicking because they got to get the the VHS out of the tape player in time. They've only got four minutes to do it, and even though uh, they could just unplug it or turn it off yeah. or smash it, uh, they don't. Or just yeah, turn into a bear and just ruin it all. It'd be real easy to do, and especially then- since earlier... Jake fucked up the door lock with a, a screwdriver. You could just do that. Yeah, to you me. have a screwdriver, apparently. Or there's a chair there. You just smash it. Everything. Just smash it. Button. I wonder, like, Jake is just fiddling with all sorts of buttons. I wonder what else he's fucking up. I don't know. But HBO so, went down. Yeah, suddenly everyone is topless on, <laughs> on the regular news. I don't think that's a setting. There is, you don't know that it's not a setting, Sky. I guess that's fair, but it just seems very expensive to project clothing onto the, the people there. If you can name a better way to do it, I'd like to hear it. Mm, you got me there. So Rachel finds Mendelman's tape, and I wish that she would just smash it right then and there, but she doesn't. We cut back to or the bomb shelter. Or turn into a bear and eat it. Or that. That's fine, too. And Axe is inside the ship, poking at stuff. There doesn't seem to be any kind of monitors or technology in there. It's just made of chicken wire and rubber hose. And I don't know what is supposed to happen. He's got a chair. The, yes, that's, that's another thing that you pointed oil. out. He doesn't have like an Andalite seat. He's got a human being seat. Yeah, so he's going home as a person. It's going to take more than two hours to get there, right? Yeah, there's not room to morph. There, not much. Uh, there's no room for grass. I don't know what he's going to eat. It's, well, it morph, you quick morph into an Andalite and you morph back and eat hot Cheetos. <laughs> Okay, I guess. Hot Cheetos and Reese's Pieces. He yeah. brought a bunch of orange food back with him. I see. So, I guess he's done? Because he shoes uh, Cassie and Marco out, and I, he's either doing a trial run or is done. Yeah, I guess so, it's ready to go, and they're just like, alright, see ya, buddy. Yeah. Bring back help. <laughs> he yeah. says he's gonna bring back the celery, but he means cavalry. Yeah, he does a John Wayne accent. He also. doesn't know, he doesn't know people stuff. Even though he kinda does? Yeah. Because that's definitely not what he said in the John Wayne cat movie. So, he, like, he starts booting it up. There's not a window. There's not a monitor. I don't know how he's planning to guide this thing. But whatever, it's fine. Um, meanwhile, back at the station, they got a creme brulee torch, and they're trying to, like, weld open the door. Well, you don't weld things open, Sky. Yeah, you do. No. If you cut stuff with a welding torch, it's still welding. Is it? Yeah. I don't think that's true. <laughs> if I put you in a garbage compactor, even though you're not garbage, you're still getting compacted. Right, but that's... Just, but welding is the act of welding two things together. Uh, the, uh, melting two things together with a, with a, an other, another piece of metal. It's not right. just the torch is, is not a welding torch. You're welding with the torch. Right, you can weld to cut stuff. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but I don't know enough to refute that. <laughs> Fair enough. But everybody is just standing calmly as this guy gently heats up the door. Because it's not going to cut through it. It's a it's a creme brulee torch. Uh, meanwhile, Jake can't figure out how to turn off the VCR. Um, but luckily, Axe turns on his spaceship that is never, ever going to fly. And doesn't even really look like it's meant to. 
Uh, but it does it kind of explode an EMP and fuck up the entire town. Maybe that's what his engine was. It was a big EMP that was just supposed to pop and blast him into uh, the outer space. <laughs> well, half of it worked. Yeah. The, the the power grid goes down, and and for whatever reason, the VCR ejects the tape, and Jake takes it. Yeah, when you know how when there's no power, your VCR automatically ejects a tape? It's been a long time, but I don't think it does yeah, that. I, did, I was like, uh, do, it, did that happen? I don't think so. It didn't. I don't recall. feel like it needed to be powered. But uh, the door just pops open also. And then Rachel screams, the door. You know, so if the bad guys didn't notice the door ajar. Because <laughs> it was dark. Because all the lights went out. But luckily, Jake morphed a dog. Rachel morphed a lizard. Jake grabbed the tape with his mouth. He grabbed Maybe both, both of the tapes. Yeah. yeah, It must be very difficult for a dog to keep two cassettes in its mouth. Just because they're so slippery, they'll slide apart. Exactly. But... You know, this dog got his day. And meanwhile, uh, fucking Marco is, like, joking about how, like, you fucked shit up, huh? And poor Axe thought he was going to get to go home, see his family, and now he's stuck with these morons. It's going to be really disheartening. And also, Marco, maybe say thank you for taking down the power so that your cover is not blown. You specifically fucked everything for everybody, and Axe saved the day. Well, he doesn't know how Axe saved the day. I mean, we didn't know if his... Well, he knew it go. was airing tonight, and now there's no power. No, we didn't know it was airing tonight. He had just brought the video today. There was no promise mm-hmm. it was going to air today. I guess that's They fair. just had to go get the video. I wouldn't even think it would air today. They have to edit it into a much longer episode. Yeah, It would probably air next week. Whatever. You're right, but... <laughs> yeah, whatever. Without Bob Saget, who would watch that show? <laughs> no one. Uh, I'm a squirrel. <laughs> That's what he would say. <laughs> that is how I got sounds. nuts. <laughs> he did sound like that. Yeah, I know. Uh, I've seen it. Marco just uh, assures Axe. He's like, well, you got family here now. It's fine. And then they full on open mouth kiss. <laughs> they don't. Oh. But Cassie doesn't get any lines. Um, or kisses. Yeah. So Howard gets on the phone with uh, the, the studio or the electric company or something. And he yells at them because the power's out. He's like, I want to see my, my video on this on the show. See, Harold also didn't understand how it works. And that just because you s- b- dropped it off at the TV station does not mean it gets to air immediately. <laughs> Maybe that's why I was confused also. Because you're as dumb as Harold. I guess. Nerds. Couple of nerds, you and Harold, hanging out doing nerd stuff. Looking at space. <laughs> space isn't nerdy. <laughs> uh <laughs> where all the nerds live so like we we get some uh, tv newscaster exposition and follow these kids that are not that don't have any lines in siberia meanwhile tobias is there and he's using the scanner that they have the like handheld scanner was that ever a thing i think so it was in buffy at least oh so it was the 90s that's where sky gets all of his technology news his episodes of buffy it was a it was an interesting episode because uh, Allison Hannigan's character Willow. I took a sec to get there. She was scanning in books for the library, and one of them was cursed. And she scanned in the words so that the computer got cursed because whoever reads the words in the book gets cursed. It was a computer who got cursed. I don't think I've ever seen a single episode of Buffy. It's a pretty good show. Yeah, I've heard that. I should probably. I'm not going to. Whatever. No, you know, you won't. I'm not going to lie to these people. <laughs> but uh, Tobias scans in the thing. Uh, here's something. The the bird got flipped when he pressed against it, but now it's a different 
facing a different direction on the paper that he has. Uh, yeah, because he scanned it. No, it was facing the other direction. No, but then he scanned it. Right, but that wouldn't have done that. But it's... I don't know. I'm just... Maybe he did a flip rotate. <laughs> but he uploads it to a, a website? Uh, just the internet? I guess. Was Google a thing in 1999? It was not. But he finds a match, and then he gets a message. And it says, uh, come with us if you want to fight for the... Join us if you want to save the world, is what it says. And it's got the bird image. No other information. No place to go. No people to contact. <laughs> uh, but join us if you want to help. Google was founded in 1998, so it was a thing. Oh. Well, but just I hadn't barely. heard about it until 2000. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. No information was given. Nothing was resolved. Um, what do you mean nothing was resolved? They got the tape, Sky. I guess. Nothing was resolved with Tobias's shit. Yeah. And, and who's going to take who to the dance? <laughs> I, I, I don't care. I do. You're very uh, invested in these in this teen drama. Yeah, I love a teen drama. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Whatever. This guy hates a teen drama. Everyone. <laughs> I hate teens. Anyway, Jake. Huh? Uh, what was the most terrific part? What was the most terrific part, Sky? Um, that is a good question that I will uh, take a moment to answer. <laughs> Please as do. I consider. What I fuck I don't know what what was terrific about this episode? What um oh those nachos that uh, <laughs> Cassie was eating look pretty good. Your turn. Uh, we got to see a lizard ride a dog. Oh damn it! That was yeah. pretty boss. It was it was very terrific to watch a lizard ride a dog while the dog was carrying tapes in its mouth. Yeah, a multi-talented dog. <laughs> yep. Uh, who is the most likable or effective character? I'm gonna. G- uh, I'm going to say something very controversial. I'm going to say uh, Harold Nesbitt. He's someone new. He's a fresh face. He's in a whole bunch of it. Got a bunch of lines. Really creeped on Rachel. Smelled her hair. Um, he did really sell that creepiness. Yeah. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but it happened. I think in if we had watched this then, we'd just been like, what a dweeb. But um, we're a little more woke nowadays because, yeah. you know, we're on Twitter. <laughs> what a sexual predator. Yeah, he's... Hey, buddy, you're, uh, you're up in her bizzo there, and that's... It's bothersome. It's not okay. I mean, let's take it back a second, though. He's less creepy than than Tobias. <laughs> He's not outside of her room watching her get undressed. Only because he doesn't know where she lives. Yeah, but he can I figure that out. He's the internet. It's 2000 and... Or no, it's it's 1999. He could he could stalk her and do stuff. Or just follow her home like, a, like Tobias would have. And did. Yeah. Fair enough. So I give it to old Nezzy. He did do the thing that he set out to do. Yeah. Good job, I guess. Yeah, he even got the tape to the place. Yeah. He's the most competent person we've come across since Eric <laughs> the, the, most confident the robot. villain that we've had so far. <laughs> he is the most confident villain, you're right. That sucks for hit, for for the show. Um for a show that's almost over. Yeah. Uh same question. Yeah. I had an answer and then you said things and then I laughed at it shook out of my head uh, was it harold nesbitt was I'm it gonna, was it x's ramshackle it, ship no it, it failed um i'm gonna give it to cassie because she was the one who's like hey this is a big deal that marco got exposed and then she also followed uh x because he was acting suspicious and she found she's out she's the only one keeping these assholes in line she really is she's the only one concerned with what's going on because she cares about the world uh, so I'm giving 
Gonna give it to Cassie. Good job, Cassie. Yeah, Cassie, you did a great job today. Yep. You showed up for the game, and I appreciate it. So, Jake, what was your pop culture palate cleanse? Well, Sky, let me tell you. Please do. Oh, Why yeah. I asked that question. Yeah. Well, we're still watching Downton. <laughs> Moving on from there. Uh-huh. Um, what did I do other than watch Downton Abbey? I started um, Disenchanted. Is oh. that is that what it is? Disenchanted. Shit, I was just about. I also just watched all of that. Oh, you watched all of it? Yep. I just watched the first episode because it was kind of boring. I mean, I think it'll get better. Did you like oh, it? I have, I have some bad things to say then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, we'll we'll talk about it when you when you say that you watched it. Okay. I also I, I got pretty almost all the way caught up on Alone Together. I don't think it's a show you'd like. It's stupid. Um, <laughs> it's about two weirdos who are friends, mm-hmm. um, but it's real weird comedy. But it's full of references that I get because the two actors are the same age as me, uh, so they reference things that were cool when I was uh, a teen. Nice. Um, what did you? Pop culture failed, Sky. Or no, pop culture palaclins. You pop culture failed, uh, Animorphs. <laughs> Go on. Uh, I watched all of Disenchanted today. What is it, 10 episodes? Something like that. You watched it today? It well, a little bit last night. I fell asleep during the first episode last night, and I watched the rest of it today. I think there's 10 now and 10 episodes later. Uh, it's the new Matt Groening cartoon. Um, and much in the way of the critic, it uh, wasn't very good. I don't think Matt Groening was involved in the critic. It was still one of his properties. I don't know. I think it's the guys from The Simpsons created it. Whatever. It wasn't very good. Um, there, it's set in a fairy tale land. The it's actually this the, the place where they live is actually Dreamland. Um, is it? Yep. There's a character named Elfo, who's basically Green Bart. Yeah. Uh, also, like down to the color scheme of his clothes and everything. But what bothers me is that his like everyone, all the other elves have names that are like their job or whatever with uh-huh. an O at the end. Why would his name be Elfo well, if, if they're all elves? We find some stuff out about him later, but it's... Oh, okay. I mean, it's not very good. It, it's very boring. And there's a lot of just silence in it? Okay, I thought that was just me. I thought okay. it was like, it, it felt like it could be a lot tighter. Yeah, like you could cut a lot of it. Like, you cut out all the silences and suddenly it's five minutes shorter. It's not <laughs> yeah. snappy. I feel like that's the yeah. Futurama and the Simpsons is snappy and it's just one thing after the other. Yeah, you're not letting it breathe. You're wasting our time. Yeah. Uh, but there's a princess named Bean. Uh, Voiced by Abby Jacobson of Broad City. Okay. Fame. I couldn't place her voice and I didn't feel like looking it's it It's Abby up. Jacobson. But uh, John DiMaggio's her dad, the king. There, there are just enough... Futurama actors in it to be distracting as well. Yeah. Uh, Billy West, John DiMaggio. Yeah. You also hear Maurice LaMarche and uh, Rob Paulson in there. Yes. And, te- of course, Tress McNeil, because she's the only woman in <laughs> who does voice work, I guess. Look at her IMBD one day, and you'll see There's that one lady who's the voice of Pinkie Pie. Tara Strong. That's the one. Um, but, yeah, it, it wasn't very good. I wouldn't recommend it. It just kind of prattles on and on and on. Yeah, I watched that first episode... And I accidentally, well, I didn't accidentally read. I read an article that was like, this could be better. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll see for myself. And I was worried that I didn't like it because I went in reading, having read that article. Oh, no. Um, just wasn't very But good. I was like, I think this is boring. <laughs> I wouldn't go back. Yeah, I probably won't. There's plenty to watch. I just reminded myself that I need to catch up on Broad City. <laughs> so I'll probably do that soon. <laughs> I've been I also casually... watch BattleBots. There is a BattleBots. Yeah, there's always a BattleBots. 
How that season has been going forever? How long? How many episodes are in the season of BattleBots? A lot. We haven't even started the real tournament yet. Jesus. Well, good. <laughs> uh, Sometime after Animorphs, we'll have to do a ba- our BattleBots episode. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's all I I really did. There was a lot of like work and stuff this week, so I didn't have. No one wants to hear about that. Yeah. I can tell you how many donuts I've eaten this week, but that's embarrassing. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think that will probably do it for th- this week. Join us next week while we do the second to last episode. Uh, it's probably going to be the third part of whatever the name of this was. The change. Thank you. Probably the third to second part yeah. of whatever. Uh, if you want, you can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with No E at the end uh, on Twitter. You can email us at failed pop, nope, popculturefailure at gmail.com at uh, gmail. You can follow me. I'm at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. Uh, you can also, if you feel like, uh, you can leave us a rating and or a review on whatever pod catcher you use. Even if you don't feel like it, we demand it. I mean, you can you can do what you want. I, I, and I can do what I want, so I demanded it. I, think, I guess that's fair. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you very much for listening. Um, goodbye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Farewell. Okay, I'm ready. Are you sure? Uh, okay, I scratch my nuts. I'm good. Okay. I took a breath to talk and yawned instead. No, I have here. That's my bad. <clears throat> you want to do the thing? Yeah, I was just about to, and then you interrupted me. To ask you if you were going to do it? Yep. That sucks. <clears throat> okay, I'm ready. Okay. Welcome I'll back. I'll be quiet now. To Pop Culture Failure. I'm going to take that again.